Hello, guys. How are you? Good morning. We are back after、um, a week without. Or afternoon or evening. Yeah. <laughs> when you listen. Yeah. We skipped a week here.、Uh, we had a lot of、uh, things going on, so it's called Marketing Weekly. But we figure you you guys can you know go with the flow. <laughs> but we'll try to do it better and, and make make it a holy weekly thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's start off just bringing out a little bit of what we discussed last time. Yeah, I, I was gonna last, say last week. <laughs> last time,、uh, which was pretty much、um, focused on content and what we're gonna take, where we're gonna take our content from here.、Uh, we talked a little bit about、um, designing for the the blog, especially a storyline. A little bit about new platforms for social media、uh, and. I think we can give a check on how's that going. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, of course.、Uh, on the blog post, I can start.、Um, okay, I already built the the structure of the ebook. Let me just、uh, remind. Yeah,、uh, recap a bit more. Yeah, the idea there was to think of of the blog content mo-、uh, mostly like、uh, backwards. We we want to put together an ebook. Uh, mainly focused on logistics, which is pretty much you know our focus here and what we do. So we decided instead of putting a lot of different blog posts,、uh, like every two weeks,、uh, randomly our, together. Yeah. yeah, on our website, and then randomly, randomly, I cannot say that word. Mark it again <laughs> together. Randomly. <laughs> yeah. Just give give me a pointer, and I'll just say randomly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cue.、Um, We're gonna do it backwards. So we're thinking about putting the structure of an ebook together, and then each topic will become a blog post that we will be posting on our, on our website. And then at the end of it, we can put together an, an, an ebook, of course, with something else because the ebook needs to have. Yeah,、um, we're gonna keep some se- secrets for the ebook, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's it. Yeah, and now I start.、Um, okay, I did the structure of the the ebook. But I do think it's、um, still a bit too su- superficial. Okay. I think I really need to deepen it, and to do that, I think I will、uh, need help either from Lisa or from Mark or from anybody else in the company. Clear. Yeah, yeah you the that's listening. You can also help if you want. Like we're building an ebook. Um, about logistics in e-commerce, especially if you guys have any questions, anything that you want to know more, that's often an, a good opportunity for us to to write about. Either、so、listen to it and incorporate it, or just simply ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Randomly. <laughs> <laughs> okay.、Yeah. So that's it. And、um, yeah. well, let's 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 just make it super concrete. Sort of, if it's if it's relatively logistic oriented, it's probably me, right? Yes. Okay.、Uh, I send it to me a schedule. I don't know how much do we need. Half an hour.、Um, hour. I, I would say an hour. Okay. Just、um, send what you have to me and just schedule an hour for later. Okay. Let me just write this down. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So. That's it for the the blog post slash ebook, right? Yes. We're gonna so set it up, talk to Mar, see how we can make it as deep as possible, and you guys should be hearing about this. Yeah, sort of、more. the entire point was sort of setting up the structure that actually writing the content is just 
filling in exercise, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can chip in on that as well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing was about building new social media platforms, and here we're still in the in baby steps, but we do have already the the Instagram profile, and also I set up the. Um, oh my god, I forgot the name. The one with the boards. Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Pinterest uh, board. I just posted one because I, when I was uh, supposed to po keep posting, I'm going to use... Ah, this is important. Um, actually, I'm going to cross to the subject here. We have been uh, doing some micro-contents. Uh, if you guys heard less, uh, the last posts on Marketing, Marketing Weekly, you know what we're talking about. It's pretty much about pumping up as much content as we can, like micro-contents, just uh, a bit a bit of information, a bit of data. Um, and since those are usually with visuals, the, all of them actually are with visuals, I thought that was a good opportunity for Pinterest because we can pop it out. It's very imagetic. Mm -hmm. It's a very imagetic um, visual platform. platform. Yeah. Um, a bit, I think in this case, even more, uh, like the micro-contents even talk more to, to Pinterest than to Instagram mm -hmm. because Instagram, it is also very visual, but more on the picture side and, and, and Pinterest, you see a lot of uh, exactly what we're doing, an image with a little bit of copy information. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so I, it's set up. The only reason why I didn't pump a lot of the micro content yet is because when I was posting, I posted one when I was Posting the second one, uh, I had some issue. I couldn't figure out what. They didn't let me upload the image, but I'm going to go back to that today. Let's see, so. just get a pump again and see what flies. Or yeah. Uh, I have a, an experience with my personal blog. Mm -hmm. I have a personal blog that's kind of a standstill for months now. But anyway, it has. I, I have it for many years. And actually, it brings me a lot of traffic, Pinterest. Okay. I, I started posting my, my, my blog posts there. Like yeah. uh, link it with an image there, mm -hmm. and it actually is a, a, a reasonable um, source of traffic. Okay. So that's actually what I'm expecting from this. Yeah. Uh, and I'm all, also it's important that I'm using just the English version of our content there because Pinterest is very um, global in that yeah. sense. Yeah, just give it a run, and then we'll see. Well, and, let's see uh, what works. Okay, and so for Instagram, if we're not Thinking about micro content, do you have any ideas about the type of content that we will put up there? I do believe we can also use the micro contents, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna talk to Luis to see if we can do another version, not just size wise, but also not having. Actually, we're we're gonna have to test it a little bit. I I'm not sure if there we should have the image with the copy in it, or just the image and then the copy beneath. Beneath, underneath, okay. underneath okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's just super easy, programmatic, doing 100 of each, and then we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, right. also for this week. Now it's my turn to write it down. Go, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, about, well, picking up on the subject of micro content, we talked about it, I think, three weeks ago. I, I don't recall. But the question is, I had a some stuff on my plate and I just could um, put the micro contents live on our platforms last week. You and could or couldn't? I could. Only could oh, last, oh, last week. week. Yeah. So, um, and the thing is, 
for now I did uh, 60 pieces mm -hmm. of original, not which is like 180 because we have three languages. So I always need to do it in three languages. That's, I think, one of the things that took the longest time. And yeah, I, I'm posting six a day on Twitter, and that means that it, um, it will give like a week and a half uh, of margin to post more. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we have right, right now. And on Facebook... Um, Is Luis still getting the supply of... He will, he will this, this week. Okay. Yeah. But uh, not on my part, because the thing is, the, the posting on, on the social media, it, it takes really a long time. For example, on our Facebook, we have uh, three languages, so I need to target, uh, target it. Um, and whether I like it or not, that, that takes um, a long time. It's not just, okay, schedule, next, schedule, next. Mm -hmm. So... Um, well, I do. I do want to figure out a way in which I can optimize that time. Uh, I still didn't encounter the solution, but um, yeah, that is one thing that I want. To well, do. it's one of the solutions. It might be way too obvious, but it saves you a lot of time. There is zero reason why we put, why we shouldn't put the micro content in three languages in one post. At the image. That's either we just the ah, image. No, no, that's not actually true. It's not the image because we could set up a an album um, with three photos: okay. one in English, one in Portuguese, one in Spanish. Okay. When we have um, sort of a link, that how, how big is it? Sort of because this, to me, this is this is working around exactly the wrong way, right? What you want to do is not justifying how we decided it would be. What you would do now is cutting out the time cost. Yeah. So if we need to adjust the image, sort of, there is. It doesn't make sense to build in a huge work overhead for you just for the sake of maintaining the image the way we randomly decided. No, the image like, is fine. We can put all three images in a small like. Would, would it solve a lot, a, a lot of the time? Just just do the post trilingual, boom, post an image, whatever. So you just have to do one. I, I'm I'm not sure if Facebook lets that happen. I mm, I think yes. Yes. Yeah. Figure it out. Be, just just figure it out because if it saves you a lot of time, that's the obvious way to go. Even if okay. like you put three images in a small album, like we did with the animals post. Yes. A lot of images in one uh, posting, and then you like usually the the copy that goes with it. It's really small. You post it in three languages. Yeah, it should stay well with like English. English. Oh, oh. A little, like two dots, Spanish two dots. Okay, and the targeting would that still apply on the that one? No, post? then you would just leave it there, open to everybody. You okay. can target on interest, just because prose is good. Okay, but yeah. not on language or country. That's, not. That's, right. that's exactly the point. That's sort of really cutting out a lot of yeah, the manual yeah. settings of these things, and it's make yeah, one I generic. Think, thing. I think this will help. Yeah. Good. Okay. I think so, with the micro content is doable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's, okay. that, that's the thing. Sort of, it fits lengthwise, and it wouldn't do any harm to do it with larger pieces of content. You probably wouldn't don't want to do this, but with this kind of micro stuff at high velocity, look, 
Just yeah. do it. Okay. And when you have link, because, because actually, what honestly, what will happen is because you do it like this, you can probably post twice as many. Yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. There's the end. Very likely. And with links, just use bit bit live. Yeah. Because, for example, some of the micro content takes us to our blog post, mm -hmm. and we have it in English, in Portuguese, Spanish. Just do three small URLs with with the shortener. Yeah, just just okay. the bit, bitly things. Boom. And sort of yeah. I so, usually say bitly, and a lot of people say bit live. Now I feel bad because I usually I don't like live. I, I think it's weird, but everybody says it, so I, I decided to test. And now you say glee, and now They're I feel bad. <laughs> randomly. <so. Yeah. laughs> uh, okay. Okay, but I think that will help um, a lot. Good. Yeah. At least on Facebook, for sure. And Good. Twitter. Yeah. Give it a fly, and I will see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I do have some micro contents almost on the go. The, I, I had 35. I just need to translate it and put the copy in it. But I'll do this this week. Is that one that you already knew I was yeah, 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 working yeah. on? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's it for the micro content, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Uh, another thing I want to discuss. Uh, first of all, is there anything that we need to talk about? Metrics, huh? numbers, numbers, and the yeah. experts on. Um, okay, so go ahead because I was yeah. going to change the. So, um, since you're listening to this podcast, um, on this podcast we also have interviews with experts on certain subjects. And our first season season, season was with uh, marketing experts. And the thing is that gave such a, a good result and the insights were valuable and it's actually expert material that we want to produce more, so we are doing the second season of it, but this time focused on e-commerce and logistics. And... Um, Yeah, just to add that this is already rolling. I already contacted people. We have two, uh, two no, okay. We have two interviews scheduled for this week already mm -hmm. with experts for logistics from Spain. And just me to sort of get the overview. How many invitations? How many you greet? Uh, I don't remember the number number of invitations on LinkedIn. Roughly, just like. Okay. But on the okay, but I developed this first in Portuguese, mm -hmm. um, and the Portuguese were didn't accept me accept me yeah. as much as the yeah. Spanish that I started later. So uh, we have four yeses, six, uh, two maybes. Yeah. Okay. And I think a lot of easier will this stuff will become a lot easier if you literally sort of instead of counting the bottom of things, just literally look at this from a bit higher level. Hey, listen up, this many put out, I expect so many to be in, and then it will be scheduled, boom, end of story. Okay. Because it actually gives you overview versus counting yours. Johnny says no, and, 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 and Luis says maybe, sort of, yeah, it holds for Johnny and Luis, but it doesn't, doesn't give you anything to manage, manage the thing as a whole, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Make that step up look from a bit higher level and it's a lot easier to manage the whole and actually it's sort of that, that's the thing in order to do it properly and sort of manage it in a certain time frame you need to manage the whole because you literally cannot do it if you look at individuals okay. right make sense yes good yeah and um, i think that holds from for many things by the way not, not only for planning this but for planning everything 
If it, unless it's one single thing, always look a step up because that's the only thing that gives you the overview. Okay. And uh, because I focused on the Portuguese market first, um, I do want to send more invitations on the Spanish side, and I will do this that this weekend. Hopefully, schedule more interviews for next week. How many do you want? In total, uh, I want ten, mm -hmm. and I would like a fifty-fifty, um, five or six from Spain, five or six from Portugal. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the thing is, on the Portuguese side, I also focused more on uh, e-commerce. Mm -hmm. So on the Spanish side, I want to focus more on the logistics. Yeah. I don't know because I'm not sitting next to you when you do that. Um, what might be convenient, since we sort of don't have any intention to stop this anyway, it might be a lot easier to see if you just can be, I don't know, bump 50 invitations out, see how much come back, and then based on what you get back, divide it in different series which are a bit more targeted, either on geography or logistical. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Because right now you make super small cycles and you sort of scrape yes. together into. Okay. And if we're not intent to stop, why not go for a big volume and then reconstruct how we do it afterwards? Oh, okay. And it's, it's not 50, it's not a holy number, it's just yeah, yeah, something yeah. I randomly say because I don't know what the volume is. If it's 150, it's also good. Mm -hmm. I'm just writing this yeah. down. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um. Woo, we have guests. Okay, we're back. There was a small break for the new coffee machine. Yay! <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, numbers. Yes. Mark, I think you should go on this one. Tell us, tell people a little bit of what we've been doing to to read our data better. Oh yes. Ah, yeah. Oh. Uh, ooh. Yeah, that's that's a hard one to explain. No, it's um, what we actually did. I think we discussed it the last time already. I don't know, actually know if we recorded it or not. I don't think so. No. But let's give it an overview. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's. The, the super short rundown uh, is that we we all had the feeling that we actually collected a lot of data, but we sort of missed the overview on it. And the data is in terms of what kind of uh, content on which kind of channels perform what. Um, so what we actually start doing, and it's a hell of a lot of work, um, but it will be very helpful. What we're actually doing, we basically identify a bunch of dimensions, as in, you know, the content topics, channel, that sort of stuff, and we're literally gonna cross-check the performance of all the elements on different channels and all these different things within channels. Um, actually, on a post level, that over time we can see what kind of content performs best in which kind of format, in which kind of channel, uh, actually in order just to learn and understand where we should emphasize our content production efforts, how we should format things to perform best in certain kind of channels. And it's not, really, it's not done yet, but the first indication I think I showed you generally sort of... Mm. No. No, well, at least I saw some interesting okay. stuff in there, but I sort of, I, I uh, yeah, it's 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 some some decent man, and it takes a shitload of time. Uh, hopefully this week, but I'm afraid 
it won't maybe next weekend i can do it okay in the meanwhile what we we realize we also need to do uh the micro content when we put that together still we 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 had um we used to collect our data katarina and i the, the content data in a format and now we're gonna change a little bit especially on the topics level no we're gonna change change a lot Uh, but for us, especially the the topics that we use to you know to name what what the the data uh, had. Um, for example, we used to collect tips and challenges, and now we had new new differentiations. Yeah. And one so of the things we realized that the micro content we also need to um, to do that. Yeah, to rename the um, the topics to rethink yeah. that. So yeah, this I is something we can do in the meanwhile. I think one, One of the things which we did in the restructuring was that, that sort of categories were not well defined or merging into each other, which yeah. made it very hard to analyze the effect of certain things. So we actually really stripped it, tore it apart, and, and, and so we can really label things correctly, which allows us to get our actually right data on the stuff we want to know. Yeah, and in the meanwhile, it's not 100% ready. This is something that we can already do with the micro-content, is yeah. rethink the, the categories Okay. I'm super the afraid of that names. because if we start adding new categories, no, 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 oh, no, okay. no, just we did it in the old format. We just need to uh, uh, put them uh, them rename it. Form. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay, okay. I already started with uh, yours. Yeah, I need to yeah. do it with mine. And okay. with the, I, st I still have a hundred pieces to go, uh, excluding yours. Mm -hmm. So I will also get a jump on that. When you're posting, you're already uh, changing the the name of the categories or not? Um, you're not adding anything anything yet to the new Excel. I'll, for example, I will do the copy of the 100 pieces now. And while I'm doing that, I might as well just um, label do the, it the same theme. And sort of, yeah, exactly. sort of, seriously, do not produce anything anymore unlabeled according to the new structure. Because yeah. otherwise yeah. you have to exactly. get mm -hmm. it through your hands again. It doesn't make sense. Okay. So that's it for the data, and this well, will be really for data, data, and but the general performance, traffic performance, and blah blah blah. blah. Um, yeah, I don't have Twitter is moving again. Yeah. yeah, because we got back to to following new people. Yarn um, also gave me some insights in who to follow, and we are growing there. Yeah. And the other channels. I actually I need to to check it. I was really on the ads the the last week, so I still need to to give it a check. I don't okay. have numbers today. <laughs> Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's next? Um, we can talk a little bit about the ads. We we are running a Facebook ad campaign, and we are experimenting a little bit there. And that's one thing. Also, uh, we put together Mark and I especially. Um, segmentation um, a lot of segmentation ideas for possible ads in the future and this campaign that we did it was a little general uh, about a new partnership we have here in Portugal with the CTT which is the, the main logistics partner we could have here uh, we ran uh, an ads campaign on that, still running actually and that already gave me an insight, an important insight for the future uh, One type of segmentation we thought it was, I knew it was possible to do actually, was like, I have, uh, we have a lot of leads lists and we can use their email to target them on Facebook, for example, and also on Twitter. And in this case, we can actually uh, like manually set up uh, campaigns for 
shoe shops or fashion shops or but this campaign showed us I already did a little bit of segmentation there towards platforms, WooCommerce, um, Presser Shop, Magento. And it was really interesting to know that that segmentation is not really beneficial. Okay. Because of the reach. It's too small that brings like pretty much no result. Wait, so we will I think you need to be extremely careful there because this logic is it makes sense that you follow it, but it's actually disregarding the long tail of advertising. Yeah, I do think... If, if we stack up a gazillion super niche ads with low traffic but high conversion, that yeah. will be the biggest marketing payoff you can get. Yeah, I agree with that. So I do think we can still uh, do tests on that, but I would just scale the tests a bit differently. Because what, the way we put it together, we have over 100 possibilities. I would scale that a little, like to start, to, to make it a test, scale uh, down a little bit. I wouldn't start with 100 anyway, but uh, because for that, for the, uh, the ads that we are running, we did have one conversion. And that, if you put against the reach that it has, that it had, actually it's a high kind of conversion because we, we had that campaign showing for less than... I don't even know, 200 people, and if one converts, it's more than showing to 1,000 people and five converting. But still, the conversion is crap, right? Yeah. 200 to 1 is crap. That's the thing, yeah. No, but it's sort of, yeah, but it, the question is that... In that case, because it was platform. Wait, let me, let, me, let me just really tear this apart, because that, to me, that where, that's where, sort of, in paid marketing, the only place where we be able to make a difference. The more niche we run our ads, mm -hmm. the higher the conversion rate will be. So either if if it, if you say okay, it's a super targeted ad and the conversion is 0.5 percent, then the landing page sucks. In this or, case, or it's sort of no. or it's the wrong audience or the landing page. Sucks. But let me just rephrase. In this case, the conversion that I meant it wasn't on the landing page. Was the conversion of actually clicking in the ad. Okay, so then the so okay, so the ad itself yes was not relevant. Yeah. Okay. We have a, a dimension here that might have something to do with it. When we have um, the way we segment this is through email, through the web shop email, and also we cannot predict if if the the page that the shop has on Facebook is with their email or, or the personal email of the response. Of course, but, sort of, but I think this is literally looking at the wrong things. Sort of, it doesn't really make sense to start looking at stuff we cannot predict, what we can predict, and sort of is actually digging into that low tip, right? So it doesn't matter if you sort of, literally, especially if you have those super niche campaigns, no one gives a shit if you have only 50 visitors or a drive mm -hmm. as long as your conversion is up to par and yeah. the nice thing is because it's so niche you should be able to make and your ad and your landing page super targeted super relevant and very high converting now where the trick is how do you run 300 of those little ads yeah and in this case we ran three with the platforms and it was niched uh, on the copy on the image towards each platform and still it didn't perform well. I think you need to be very careful. If it's niche, yeah, totally fine. But if it's relevant, the market will answer that. Yeah. Sort of, so if we are 
generally sure that it was so niche that we got the right audience and it doesn't convert, don't look at the market, look at us. Then ad copy sucked or and or the landing page sucked and you can see exactly where in the process it breaks. Yeah. So in this case, if this happens, it's probably sort of under the, under the assumption or the, the general awareness that the audience was so targeted that it was that we think it was the relevant group. If the result does not come, it's because of us, not because of the market. Yeah, in this case, yes, it, it wasn't even in this case specifically the the specifically the landing page. It was really the ad. Yeah, but it's sort of for me, it's it. it but it a, was interesting that we had three different set of. Yeah, landing. yeah, but but for me. The interesting thing is where you said, mm, I don't know if it makes sense, yet this actually proves it makes super sense. It only proves that the process that are right now, the quality of the follow-up is broken, right? Sort of, if you literally can advertise it against 200 people where you have with a very high probability notices or target audience, and it doesn't result in something that actually sort of niching down the target audience went really well, Ad copy suck or landing page suck. But how can we be sure that the niching down was went really well? Well, and that's a sort of the nice thing. The more experiments you run, the surer you can be about. Them. Yeah. So instead of sort of walking away from the, from the long tail in the super niche, you actually should double down yeah. on running more of those things. Yeah, I agree. We should we should test some should more. Should do exactly the opposite. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have the idea of double or double down. Yes, because we had three, and now we can have six. So, uh, sort of by general concept. Sort of if you structurally aim at long tail kind of stuff, right? Over a hundred different campaigns, you know what the average performance will be, mm -hmm. right? So if one thing out or underperforms something, then you just Track back, okay, is this because in this particular case, the audience we reached was not the one we aimed at, or this requires a different kind of ad copy or a different kind of landing page copy? Right? And sort of that is how you should look at it. Sort of because the weird thing is, if the, the entire process doesn't convert, putting more sort of targeting broader in terms of audience will only make it worse. Yeah will only make it worse, unless you're lucky, but you cannot reproduce that luck. So it actually, you're gonna expose yourself to, to performing worse in the hope you are lucky and you get some more. Let's just fix the process first, mm -hmm. right? So what I, because to me, that's actually the awesome thing. If you could run a hundred little ad campaigns where you drive 200 visits, those are very cheap campaigns. They are super niche, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. While the sort of the volume is not big, but the conversion should be super high if we do it as well. That means that if you stack up enough of them, your total reach will be still big and perform insanely well in your conversion funnel. That's where we need to go. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I was already going towards testing. I was going to bring down the volume instead of up, but it does make sense. Yeah. I would literally think so many instances in large scale, long tail testing. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's it. Many, many little campaigns, very niche down. Okay. Yeah. Because we know from experience already, and it makes total sense, 
that addressing a broader audience just simply doesn't work in our case. I know, I know. But even in our case, like the what we call broad, like in this campaign we are running, for example, even the broad is already pretty segmented. Sure, but sort of, yeah, we're not selling socks. So yeah, by default, we are operating in a smaller niche, but finding the niche of the niche of the niche in our niche mm -hmm. sets you up for the highest conversion. Yeah. Because it, it simply adds the probability of you being relevant. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. it, it sort of, it's literally go to the streets on a or go to a super busy square and call a shout something, sort of the odds that what, whatever you shout applies to a large part of it is super small. But if you go to a particular person, sort of who's, where you know he's very interested in this, the chances are much higher that a guy actually listens. Mm -hmm. This is yeah, the I think, version of it. Yeah, yeah, it. it totally makes sense. And I think that's why maybe I was expecting a little bit more of the segmented segmented ads we did this round. But yeah, probably something yeah, but, 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 that, to do that, with the yeah, copy. That's where the tricky thing is. Do not judge the segmentation unless you know that your actual ad is good. Mm -hmm. And right now we simply don't know. Yeah. We just simply don't know. So there, there is a huge risk of disregarding the audience segmentation based on the false assumption that it was good at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's where you should be really careful. And so, that's why you should stack them up because if you stack this kind of stuff up, you over all these campaigns, you actually start learning. You know what a good ad is, and you know what what a good landing page is, instead of being totally dependent on that one incident where you just simply don't know. It's literally putting an ad out there, and it's sort of oh, I think it's good, but you don't know. Yeah, in this case, we the only uh, thing we could measure is that we had diff three different uh, ads, and they all underperform. Underperform. Well, this is. I think you also should be really, really careful here because sort of what results do you expect in your A-B test if you measure 200 visitors and give them three versions, right? So every version gets some like 67 visitors. Mm -hmm. So there is so much random luck in the outcome there that it's sort of that it, that it's sort of on those volumes, it's very hard to say something about it, right? Sort of literally with 67, yeah. you could have bad luck because number 68, 69, and 70 you might sign up, right? That, so that that sort of puts you in a position where you sort of can rule out a very good ad because you're testing on statistically small. such a small sample that you just don't know, right? So and that, that, that's one of one of the other things there, sort of so uh, multivariate testing of ads against such a small niche is very tricky because of this mm -hmm. sort of statistical relevance is not there, right? What happens? What can happen along the way if you stack up so many different little campaigns that you can test each campaign on one ad or two ads, and it's sort of you're still not sure, but it's a lot easier to build some statistical relevance, right? If you if you use literally on all the small campaigns targeted at e-commerce platforms, if you use two versions on all these little campaigns, then across all these little campaigns, you will see, because then they probably will get, I don't know, four times 200 visitors, 
And then you see, because sort of literally besides the name of the platform itself, the rest of the ad content is the same, and then you benchmark them against. Is there sort of over those little campaigns, is it this, the same version that out, structurally outperforms the rest? Because you don't build your statistical significance in the campaign, but across the campaign, because you don't change any other mm-hmm. variables. Yeah. And sort of for these kind of reasons, more of these small things instead of less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense? Yes. Okay. And it, because this is statistically re- really interesting playing around if you are able to sort of know where to test different things and know where not to touch variables to do sort of more statistical magic. Sort of the real trick is on really small numbers, it's very hard to see if it's statistically true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So that means that, that means that you have to sort of Within the campaigns, you should test as little as possible. Stack up all these campaigns where you test exactly the same thing. Because then automatically, you stack up all these little campaigns and and build your statistical significance across these campaigns instead of within one campaign. Mm -hmm. True. Okay. What's next for next week? Uh, I've been talking to Jorn a little bit about the... um more on the messaging side of things where we can take this. Uh, what do you mean with messaging, communication style or the actual message? The or? actual message. The thing is, we were also talking about uh, trying new things just as we do here. But with Yorna, we were thinking more on the almost, how can I put it, advertising side of it, not just like, also social media, but more trying to create Things. I'm gonna put it in another way. Um, Jorn has the feeling that we can try to do something that is more try try to take people more on a personal level. Uh, try to reach another another side of people, like more on the emotional side. And be, be concrete because this is a gonna, very scary thread. Yeah. No. We were thinking about what we could do practically that that could bring new results. It's also testing, um, but maybe not so much like we do here, like just, uh, you know, so we, we we separating really fast, cheap tests and also more on long-term that mm-hmm. may cost a little bit more. And I, I put a little list of things we should go. There's there's some of them that are super, super But I, honestly, I still don't know what it means in the first place. I'm going to give you a yeah. <laughs> At least. Because, One because of those me, things, it smells like something that I will instantly kill. Yeah, don't do that, please. Because uh, I, I, I already... Uh, I I'll, have I'll, set up I'll, I'll really be sort of... I'm honest about this stuff, you know. I know. But I, I do think we have some things... Actually, we had some things that were already on the way, like the carrier map. I'm going to go through what, what it. What does that, that mean? Uh, it's basically a blog post that we're going to do a map of all carriers in... Carriers in Iberia, it's a list that can go on and on. We can always add okay. people. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. content-wise. Mm-hmm. The social onboarding, which is always tagging. I already talked to Patrick. She's going to give me a list of new clients, and we're going to mm-hmm. ta- tag them on our social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little idea, for example, something that could be interesting was a time-lapse video of what does a, what is the the traveling, the, what, what is the, the trip that the, the parcel takes from when you as a web shop owner... Okay, that's just a rip-off of some YouTube videos. Yeah, something like that. Well, we were thinking about 
the idea was for us to put it together, but this is me turn. Uh, I had this idea of putting, this is just to create maybe some interest, like yeah. uh, organic interest, which would be like a site roulette of what we do here. We save a lot of time for the webshop mm -hmm. owners, right? And it was the idea uh, of what you as a webshop owner or whoever it is that, that takes care of the, the shipping of the, the webshop, what you could do with that time that we save you. We, you could do all, you could work more, you could spend more time with your kids, you can do crazy stuff. And did you ever enter those sites like, oh, what do you should do with your life? And you just hit the button and it's like yeah. a roulette and it stops. Uh, okay, but, but just one, one step back. Because for me, this is just, you know, just like we did so many times before, a couple of possible content pieces. Yeah. It, to me, it says nothing about a different messaging approach or different tone. Because uh, so, what are you trying to do with it? Just finding a couple of more content, possible content topics. That that also, but that goes more on towards of what do you do? One of the things that we we talked about was something funny, like support your local e-commerce owner. I don't know. We're trying to to find a messaging that's we we think like save time and money. It's good, but it's not personal. It doesn't yeah. talk to you as a person. So we are trying to figure out ways to maybe go. Okay, for me, sort of in that sense, pretty critical question. Sort of, I really don't see any value in meeting about this. This is sort of content creativity, right? Yeah. Why are the two of you here? Yeah. For content creativity. Yeah. So sort of, I sort of, I don't mind. But there is very little value in talking about this versus, oh, I'm just going to nail down a couple of different angles and just go and do it. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Then whatever kind of structural meeting you have planned, kill it because it has no value. The meeting the meeting over this, I know you're on pretty well. It's probably weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Kill it. No, it's more like we set up those kind of things. It's more like someone that I can also exchange ideas. Yeah, sure. Um, Totally get it. But it's, do you seriously think it pays off to have a weekly meeting to share ideas? That's isn't, isn't that what we do here? Um, we're, we're not having weekly meetings to come up with a couple of content topics. No, it's not. What, what we do is permanently de debating structural changes in how to approach marketing. Yes. Right? Which is totally different than, oh, let's sit together and list down some ideas no but i do like having someone and in that case i i do have katarina but i do like yarn's opinions on, on some things I, because not, it's a different culture and it's a different i view, totally get it and i like exchanging and i'm not saying that you shouldn't do it but take it for what it is sort of literally because th this is already the trick right i already know this is more than you can execute in a week compared to all the rest yeah. so next week you will have a bullshit meeting with stuff None of you can execute, right? No, we narrow down to whatever it is. Like, I already knew what was what I was gonna do this week, which was the social onboarding and the career map. I know, but just for the sake, for the pure logic of it, right? I know how your flies. I know how you you fly. Sort of, it's pointless to have a weekly meeting. What makes sense whenever you feel the need to sit together for an hour and spit out ideas. And then talk again when you're through them. Because next next meeting with him about this 
no one is able to do anything besides adding more stuff to the list you cannot do. Yeah, this is something we discussed and yeah. already agreed that won't happen. Like, we're going to keep the list doable. We're going to go through with this and then we'll take it from there. We're not going to sit every week to increase the list. I already guarantee you, because I know him very well, it's as a weekly in the agenda, so it will be done weekly because it's there. My question is, that's why I'm always very reluctant to do that, is there value in discussing this for an hour every week? But uh, sorry, but in the meeting you don't discuss only new ideas. You also talk about no, like the first one we had last week. Okay. So we dis we discussed a lot of ideas and scaled down to three, four. That where's the rest of those ideas? Um, in an email. Bundle them together because this is the in no, that, they are together. Yeah, yeah, but but sort of no, the, because the um, I, I really want to sort of. Where sort of why I'm hammering down on this because it started off okay we're just gonna try to change the messaging which turns out to be okay we're having a structural weekly meeting to spit out a couple of different content topics and we're no, gonna do that every week like that. no no but that that's the information I get so yeah. I extracted like that so I'm hypercritical about building in structural meetings for no other sake than building a list of topics. Well, you already have a lot in reserve. We do have a lot of reserving topics. So what is the purpose of it? It's, I know you hate that. I think you hate that word. It's a bit of brainstorming also, having some time to, you know, just talk. Like we do here all the time. Sometimes we just end up talking. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, with Bjorn, I have to set up a, yeah. an hour because he's not here and I'm not there. So Yeah, that's, I, I totally get it. But that's where it becomes dangerous, right? Sort of because what happens with us generally, sort of we happen to end up in valuable conversations at some random point. Yeah. So now you're actually going to structure two man hours a week in hopefully that in that hour something happens. I think this is the kind of stuff because it actually does not involve structural work. You should make a structural thing about it. Sort of, if you feel the need to discuss something or change ideas, just call him. Isn't that way more sensible applied to what you're looking for? No, but I, I wanted also, like, the test we do here, mm -hmm. I wanted to run a little with him as well. You know, sure, but it's sort of, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but what you give me now is this. And when I see this, I say, yeah, that's valuable. You should never, ever build structurally me structural meetings about this because this is not a structural thing right so again what do you want to achieve do you want some content input and some brainstorming or whatever kind of term you want to have in it do that whenever you need it if you want to structurally do things test things improve things process related then it might make sense but then it's probably already you're, you're heading already sort of in a, in a double kind of way. Because if we are discussing process, structural process stuff, and other people on a weekly basis start discussing process stuff, guaranteed friction, guaranteed at least double the time wasted. Mm -hmm. Right? So for me, it's not don't do it, but do understand what you want to achieve and then adapt your communication structures around that. 
Okay. Make sense? Yeah, I'm gonna talk talk to him. Sort of, yeah. and unless there is a very structural thing, but I didn't I didn't hear it out of this conversation. Yeah. But it's sort of, and it's literally, it's literally that sort of. You know, we are still also like we had this idea. We started we, the first talk was uh, last week, and we're. I can give you much of a structure because we're still actually building it together. Think, you know, seeing how this. Uh, we didn't have like a whole pre-format thing yeah, beforehand, but, but th and for me, this is good because I do need that also. Sometimes. Sure, no, but I, I totally, I totally get it. But again, it's sort of. Let me just really compress this. You're going to set up a structural weekly meeting to figure out the non-structured stuff where you don't have a structure what you're looking for. Which sort of, and both parts are okay, they just are not compatible. Right? Yeah, the thing so about one part is looking sort of looking for new things and creative part, and now you're going to be, oh, sort of one-time creative exchange of ideas is a structural meeting every week. The and thing that with doesn't the, make sense. No, the thing with the structural meeting are two things, mainly. One is making the time that we know we both we're just going to set up for that because otherwise it happened before, you know, better than anyone else that things just, you know, just, oh, what happened to that? Oh, I didn't have time. Oh, you know, if I didn't like curve up the time for it, like in a schedule, in an agenda, a lot of things just fell on the way. And this is something we don't want to, and I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. And it's also... Then again. What will you create in those talks? Because if it's this, which is sort of relatively small content ideas, it's not content. Put them on the rest of the content ideas and bring them in the general sort of. In it's not just content ideas. It was more on like little campaign campaign ideas, like maybe setting up a. Um, uh, it doesn't have to be a digital thing. It can be an idea of sending someone. I told you about this already. Sending a package to someone. Uh, to some web shop owners showing what they do. It's that little, like, small, uh, I, I would call it in Portuguese actions that yeah. we can take. Yeah, but it's sort of, I totally agree with that. But it's sort of where I structurally don't agree. This, I literally, I totally agree with the mechanism. But because it's not a structural thing, you should never structurally talk about it. Because it's sort of, especially when you say, oh, you know how it goes. I don't have time to do it. I didn't have time to do it. What you're actually doing now is create less time for yourself by talking about non-structural shit, you cannot execute at the moment. Sometimes it's not that you don't have time to do it, but things you you didn't put it structurally structurally in your timeline, it fell. But again, totally get it. But as long as this is the outcome, which is just little tests and different angles, bring them in this meeting we already structured, put them in the picture of the bigger process, and execute them there, right? So yeah, I mean, it makes so much more sense than start building double meeting overhead for something that doesn't result in anything else than content topics, a little test. We're actually building in here. That's why we started those weekly things, but in a picture of the process, right? Sort of, and I just will never, ever in my whole life agree with talking for the sake of talking every single week on something which is not structural and you cannot do every week. Because it simply doesn't make sense. Okay, but... So either you guys are going to figure out what kind of structural pro process thing on a weekly basis is done there, mm -hmm. or I would suggest carve out the time whenever you feel you need it for creative inspiration and ideas. 
Okay. Okay. I can do that. I can, I can meet halfway, but I would like in this case. Um, For me, it's not about meeting halfway. It's about putting the right method to the desired outcome. Yes. So this is for me. It's a bit halfway. Okay. We, I'm going to talk to Yarn. We don't need to do it every week. We can, you know, talk whenever something comes up. Um, but in that case, since this is more, some ideas will be more on the less, how can I say, the way you see it, more, hum, it's still, they are more like free tests in the way that we don't know exactly what they're going to bring. We never do, but they're not going to be so much on the numbers. Um, I, we, I'm trying, I'm having a hard time explaining. Yeah, the, the, I can exactly tell you why, because none of you has a clue where, where, where this is supposed to lead, to lead to besides getting some good ideas. I don't know if you still, still remember why we started this off and which kind of concept actually meant to test all this stuff on a weekly basis and see what it did. Yes, exactly. Right? Th that's so the thing. these things, to me, seem topics, sort of little underlying topics of the weekly test we built the structure for. Mm-hmm. Right? But maybe so not building, so weekly. We had that before as well. There's something's long way. Yeah. We just figure out it takes more time. Where I just heavily object is building double communication structures that are totally senseless to run that parallel to each other. It is literally, it is totally senseless. What makes sense is that you, especially sort of as a marketeer, that whenever you feel you need to have ideas and creative input, that then you talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then if that's what you want, schedule it by that and do not fake it like a structural thing because it isn't. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, but it's sort of, it's sort of, and again, I don't mind, I have nothing against weekly things mm -hmm. if they are functional for what you want to achieve. And right now you already have probably what you have with the, those six points on paper no, or whatever, five, six points. Yeah. It will take you at least a month to execute them. At least. Yeah. So Some that of means them that the three done. meetings are about nothing practical. Mm -hmm. That's just a simple answer about nothing practical because yeah. you simply cannot do anything with it. Make sense? Yes. It's sort of, but if if not, then tell me. But then I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm also gonna bring back this to yarn. Um, I do I do realize on the practice practice practice. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Everybody's helping me today. That's my trigger. <laughs> yeah. uh, side of Pro things. Probably practical. What is it? That's when I say meet halfway because I still feel like I like having some sort of conversations with him towards uh, the creative side of things. Good. It helps open my mind. Maybe, yeah, we don't need to structure weekly. Good. But that's when I... That's exactly the point. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly I mean, halfway. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, let's not do it, because I no, 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 feel no. It, add, it adds to me. Sure. But it doesn't have maybe exactly to be. exactly my point. Weekly. Do it whenever you feel it's needed. Mm -hmm. Sort of, and I know your too, is tendency to structure a lot of meetings without looking at what happens in those things. So I really, I really fight for both ways. Plan structural things when we think there is a structural value and a, a structural process to be improved. But when it's not structural continuous stuff and never ever plan structural meetings about it this is why I big companies are full of bullshit meetings yeah i know i think for me especially it was more in the, the in the side of not letting it pass you know just forcing myself to not letting it pass i think for me the most pragmatic solution to this 
talk whenever you feel like. But yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes I feel like, but I'm lost already. I already have something else that's on my hands right now, and I cannot right now talk about it. No, no, and this is for me the very interesting thing of things like Skype and email. Sort of, it's literally nothing is holding you back from dumping the idea on a piece of paper somewhere. Now you can either discuss them later or send it by mail or whatever. Sort of, there is no reason why this needs to occupy fixed physical time for two people. Literally no reason. Unless you're actually stuck and you need personal interaction to create new ideas. Yeah. yeah. With the Orange Specialist, this, I, I do like to just really personally talk to him and exchange like this idea about we thought Again, support your local e-commerce owner. That came in Again, the conversation. It would never happen in the mail. I'm not saying that you should not talk at all. You should talk whenever you feel like you need to create input and the exchange of ideas. And you're actually in a position that you're able to execute on them. Mm -hmm. Any other situation that just doesn't do anything. Okay. And, and for me, especially when it's where you basically say, okay, I like the creative input. Nice. Put them together whenever you feel like and bring them in as on, on these kind of meetings as a couple of the tests you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Story solved. Yeah, but that's it. The only friction point here that I see is whether I'm going to talk weekly or with him or whenever... There's it's something big, that come that's, up. That's actually a big friction point. Okay, There's, I'm not saying it's big or small. I'm just saying this is because the, because the idea was actually those ideas to actually put in my flow, like yeah. our test here. Yeah, and, and, and that's actually a thing, sort of putting your flow, sort of, uh, I don't know how you mean that, but if they go in a separate flow instead of in here. Mm -mm. No, the idea was to put it in yeah. here. That's so it. Basically, so it basically says sometimes it's useful to share, to talk to people, to get some creative input. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then do that. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Good. Anything else? Uh, tests for this week. Uh, I I don't have any on my list, to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> if you want help with any of those... Creative ID generation yes. we cannot execute? Yeah. No, we oh, can. Oh, oh. Yes, we can. Or actually, with one of those... Mindset. With one of those... Yeah, well, well go, go and fucking run. I think we have many things to, to test and try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I really want to also work on this mindset of my... Really, you know, pushing... Like, you said that uh, weeks ago. When we, when we put the target at... I don't know. We said that about the, the microphones. Oh, 15 per week. We're just going to hit that. If we put the target at 50, maybe we're not going to hit 50, yeah, but, but we're going to get... <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to yeah. do also with my tests. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely good approach. Blend them in. Oh, sorry. Blend them into all the stuff we do anyways. Yeah. And put them in. Yeah, that was because, the idea. Because that's, that's the thing. If they start flying under the radar and this entire thing gets a separate line from what we do on Monday, then it renders that useless and it renders what we do useless. Yeah, no. The idea was to, to merge the two things. Makes sense. Okay. Yes. And Boom. then Katarina, we can talk a little bit on maybe how can you yeah. help me. Yeah, because for example, on the carrier map, I can definitely help with the research works. Yeah, for example, the, we can talk. Yeah, further about this. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. So it's just okay. Good. Just a matter of generating ideas and execute as many as possible. Yeah. Not putting such a low. Not not capping by arbitrary choice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, yeah, it's not that you will have a lot of time left this week, right? No. 
No. So just see where you can jump in with exactly. Melissa and then sort of exactly. along the way you might figure out some other things for coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Do we already do the stuff I think we discussed it somewhere somewhere in between sort of literally making a small blog post about these these little podcasts where we chop up in the different topics as in No, not yet. Uh, sounds no, to me no, like a we, super simple thing. You yeah. talked about the um, with the experts. Yeah. Exactly, creating a blog post about the experts. Yeah. But um, I did not consider the marketing. Okay, but... Yeah, yeah, but yes. Yeah, because to me this is super high velocity, unless there's weird reasons not to do it, just run and get them going. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally the difference between having ideas and actually doing them. Yes. Alright. Uh, I... Don't yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. This is the danger of, of two, two writing down listers. No, this is just her remember. She's yeah. gonna do. But similarly, like this, there are probably 40 other things yes. to create easy. And, and that's, I know how you guys roll because you put it down on a list. You tend to forget, keep your eyes open, and see those other gazillion things where you can do it. Mm-hmm. Try to do that. Yeah. It will really sort of, if you really talk about super cheap increase in content production, it's that. Yeah. True. Because you touch it every single day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with very little extra, you can make extra out of it. Yeah. True. 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 All right. Well, all right. next week, kill me if I don't. Because last week I've, I, I, I just screwed up the. You were a huge yeah, but that's no. a, that's the nice thing of using Anchor. I, as long as that I have works. my phone or my laptop, I could be anywhere. It just sort of when that happens because I'm busy or traveling, just stick me to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. See yes. you next week, guys. Grazie, grazie. Ciao. Ciao. Bye.